Welcome back to episode 21 of the Dugout Discussion Podcast. I'm Jack. I'm Max. I'm Noah. And uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Noah Koffler. I changed my at. Wow, Noah Koffler? No way. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna look, look but uh, you can follow me at Jay Cross Horton. Uh, Max Gordon with two R's. All right, so. Uh, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Noah Koffler. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. No cops. Treating me like I just graduated high school or something. Because <laughs> you kind of did. <laughs> so, um, um, yeah, we uh, a lot went down over the last week. Um, mm. I think I I can sum it up by saying a lot of disappointment. I guess. Um, yes. You can start off with the with the bets trade. So, in case you don't know, in case you've been living under a rock, uh, the Dodgers have acquired Mookie Betts from it was the second. I think we can all agree the second best player in baseball. Yes, behind Trout. By by war alone, I mean he. I think I think he was like since 2014 or something like that. He's had the highest, second highest war next to Trout. Behind Trout. Um. Uh. So they've attru- they've acquired bets. David Price, which is I think a salary dump move because he has a really bad contract, yeah. and they got cash. Um. From the from all from the Red Sox. They also get this is a three way trade. They also get uh, Bruzdar Gratterall from the Twins and a competitive round pick from both from the Twins. This is a quite a haul for for the for the Dodgers. Yeah. Um, and the Red Sox in this get Alex Verdugo, mm-hmm. uh, prospects Jeter Downs and Connor Wong, both from the Dodgers. All three from the Dodgers. And the Twins get Kenta Maeda. Uh, player to be named later and the cat and some cash from LA. So you want to go into who the prospects are? Yeah. Because you know uh, Jeter yeah. Downs and and Connor Wong. So Connor Wong isn't even on the top 100 list. So I was actually just going to go over Jeter Downs. Okay, that makes sense. Three sure. star Gratterall. Yeah. Um, so Jeter Downs going to the Red Sox was the Dodgers number 5 prospect and ranked 87th overall. And that's a loaded farm system. And that is a loaded farm system. He's a shortstop in double A. I'm literally looking at his scouting report right now for the first time. But it looks like, if my computer will load, uh, it looks like he is one of those players that are pretty even across the board. Looks like he's going to be a big hit and power guy. Um, and w- decent in the field too, which will be interesting to see. I wonder why they. I mean, I'm assuming as a shortstop, you are naturally able to play second base. I think anybody in the minor league level and above is capable of that. I think he's looking at the second posi- second base position coming in because I mean, assuming Xander Bogarts doesn't leave or trades or you know yeah yeah. I, I mean, I could never see him moving for a, let alone a prospect. So looking like a little tandem between Jeter Downs and Bogarts. What's interesting is what I'm reading right now is uh, Jeter Downs is the younger brother of Red Sox first base prospect Jerry Downs. Oh, now, now it all makes sense. Do not sense. know who Jerry Downs is. I'd have to look it up. Yeah. But that is a very interesting uh Storyline for this. Yeah, is that? Are we looking at the new Seegers? You remember how that was like? Maybe. I was, I always wish that uh, that came together because you know they never played to, against each other. I ever. know. Even in spring training. I mean, Kyle was hurt. yeah, and also the All Star game. I think Kyle made it when 
Corey was hurt. Yeah. So, <laughs> but um, wasn't I, meant to be. You know, I think they had three. I know they have three sons in the minor slash pros. Kyle at third, Corey at the shortstop, and they had a, another brother at first. And they had, like, a younger brother that put second base. And I was like, well, this could happen, guys. <laughs> um, so the reason why I called – are you done with talking about Jeter Downs? The only thing I will say about Jeter Downs, now that I'm, I've just had a minute to look through mm-hmm. his stats, is last last year for Tulsa, his double, the Dodgers double-A affiliate, he, hit, he slashed 333, 429, which gives his Damn. OPS over a thousand, yeah, well over a thousand. That's, uh, that's yeah, impressive, which especially for insane. a shortstop. Yeah, yeah. And but that was that was only over about fifteen games in Double A. He finished there, but but prospects that usually start really strong in Double A stay that way. Yeah. I found because that's where that's where all the talent is at in the yeah. minor leagues. I mean the so, whole. Juan Soto thing, you know, the, yeah. that legendary quote of him being like, when I got the double A, the coach said, uh, we can't have you sleeping on a, like a blow-up mattress. He's like, I won't be here long. Seven days later, he gets called up to the pros. Probably not saying it's Jeter Downs is the next Juan Soto, but, you know, they, there's similarities there. Yeah. So the reason why I called this deal a train wreck is because <laughs> this happened on, the deal took place on Tuesday. Yeah, it's Sunday, February 9th. And it's Sunday afternoon, you yeah. know, February. This is the deal. This is It was acquired because originally the Red Sox were to acquire uh, Verdugo and Gratterall, who's from the Twins. Uh, something in Gratterall's medicals concerned Boston, though. I think it's because he had Tommy John surgery in 2016 and missed time with a shoulder yeah, issue in yeah, 2019. Yeah, but I, but I will say... If if that does if that prospect uh, Gratterall does pan out for the Red Sox, his fastball sits between sits between ninety six and ninety eight miles an hour, <laughs> and can get up to over a hundred. Uh, MLB dot com ranks his fastball seventy on the twenty to eighty grade scale. So seventy is pretty wow, insane. That's actually incredible. You yeah. don't often see prospects with any grades over about fifty five. Yeah, the only the only one his I... his overall. Um, Grade prospect yeah. grade is a fifty five, which is really good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the, <laughs> the other one that came to my mind was uh, not pitching wise, but was uh, what's his name, uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. How his uh, hitting his was hit, his hit grade was eighty. Yeah, and that's like under, out of eighty. Yeah, which is never. I think it's had. the first time they'd ever seen an the eighty. First, that's the only time I've ever seen it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the only it basically. What happened from this trade is Bruce Dark Gratterall was supposed to go uh, to the Red Sox. To the Red Sox. Yeah. And then because of his health problems, the Red Sox are like, no, 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 we want more. Yeah. We, you know, we're trying to get, you know, maybe another pro- top prospect from you or maybe com- two other completely different guys. Which is fair. It's fair. But then the Twins got pissed off and they originally removed themselves from the deal, which threw the whole deal in jeopardy. Yeah, they brought it back in, and the Dodgers basically grabbed Bruce Dark Gratterall from the Twins, from the Twins, and uh, threw in Jeter Downs and Connor Wong. Yeah, and what's interesting about that trade is it looked like it was gonna actually happen because the details got leaked. Yeah. yeah, and it looked like the details got leaked by the Red Sox, which is a funky way for organizations to say, "Hey, 
I don't know how I feel about this trade. Let's just see what the public thinks about yeah. it. So let's throw it out there that this trade is happening. Which is kind of funny, right? It, it like, is kind of funny. Cause... And then all of uh, Red Sox Nation lost their minds over the return. Yeah. And so they were like, okay, wait. It's not official yet. Let's rework the deal. <laughs> yeah. And then the Twins got mad and pulled out. And mm-hmm. then you had all that fiasco that you were just talking about. Um, so, yeah, so, it, it just ended, essentially. Or, yeah. Uh, earlier t- was it earlier today that we got reports that it was, o- like, over, essentially? Yeah, yeah. this morning. Which, because when I, like, I, I think I asked in the group chat, like, Betts isn't being in L.A. yet or isn't, and you're like, no. I was like, how, how do you go from essentially 99.9% finalized to just, like, no. Well, I, I was kind of I'm, I actually was ticked off by it because, like, they just left all those players in limbo. You know what I mean? Yeah. They left them hanging, and like, um, Tony Clark, who's the MLBPA chief, said, um, the events of this last week have unfairly put several players' lives in a state of limbo. The unethical leaking of medical information, which is what you were talking about, as well as the perversion of the salary arbitration process serve as continued reminders that too often players are treated as commodities by those running the game. And yeah. that's, that's kind of like, you know... As a, as it's I mean, supposed to be handled professionally, yeah. is what yeah. he's saying, and, 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 and it wasn't. And it wasn't, and I, mean, if I think it's also going to be kind of awkward for bets and price to report that are to the Dodgers camp three days before spring training starts or whatever, or pitchers or catchers either, report. Yeah. Well, here's what I, what I would have to say to that is imagine if they had to report to Red Sox camp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> imagine, like, exactly. Imagine that deal actually falling through and not happening mm-hmm. and them having to go back to Florida yeah. like, for Red Sox camp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Jock Peterson, like, comes back to L.A. And, like, he's like, yeah, well, so uh, what's up, guys? <laughs> So speaking of the Peterson deal, yeah, this is the best there was part. Supposed, uh, have you heard about this? I have not heard okay, a lot about so, the deal. So, Jock Peterson in a completely separate deal, on the same day, the Do- Dodgers were to trade Jock Peterson and Ross Stripling over to the Angels for um for Luis Rangifo, like the, 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 who's only I only know him because he broke up Mike Leake's perfect game. That's the only way I, I was. Know I was at that game, by the way. Yeah. That must have in the ninth inning. Luis Rangifo. I was there with my dad. That must suck to go out to Luis Rangifo. <laughs> if it was like Mike Trout and or somebody. I get it. And what's funny is, um, <laughs> for any not anyone who doesn't follow baseball as closely as we do, please don't ever jinx a perfect game or a no hitter while you're there. If you don't know what it is, just ask anyone around you. But don't don't interrupt them. Don't say, is this a perfect game? Because it's, as soon as someone said that at the Mike Leake perfect game, yeah. literally the next batter, uh, Rangifo, right, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, got a base hit. Yeah. Okay, I don't want to interrupt. Yeah, Jack, can you turn but, on the light? I can't right. see anything. Oh, okay, yeah, sure, I got you. <laughs> we're turning on the light because we're recording in the dark. Anyway. Much better. So, yeah, so Jock Peterson and Ross Tripling, we're going to go over to... Uh, LA. LA to Anaheim for Luis Rangifo. But because this deal between the three team trade kind of was, you know, faulty and a little uh, questionable, the Angels backed out. Yeah. So Jock Peterson is going to be reporting back to Los Angeles to the Dodgers camp. Assume I did not see that. He doesn't get traded. That broke like 
like ten minutes. Yeah, ago. before you really? got here. Yeah, yeah. I, I did not see that. Um, so and that, it's kind of like, imagine just like, I mean, I follow Cody Bellinger on Instagram. He, as soon as he like a week ago when this originally broke about all these trades happening, he posted like Jock oh, forever always a Dodger or something like that. And, and now right. he's he's, he's, he's kind of right. right. He's right. He, he is Jock, always a always Dodger. Always a Dodger. Um, all right. Yeah. I well, mean, here's here's the question that I have. Yes. Who won the trade? For Dodgers. between the three teams. Oh, okay. Twins, Red Sox, and Dodgers. So on paper, so okay. Just to clarify, Boston got those two prospects. Boston got Verdugo and those two prospects. The Twins got Maeda and Cash. Yeah. And the Red Sox and the Dodgers got Betts, Price, Gratterall, and Cash. I, I say the Dodgers it, walk yeah, away easily exactly. with, with. They the, got an MVP of they, twenty of they late. Have, they have two. They have the player that beat them in the World Series, yes. and and that's not Mookie Betts. That's <laughs> that's, that's David, David Price. Price. And also, even if you want to look at Price as a negative, they still got cash from the Red Sox. They got so half of his kinda, deal covered. Yeah. yeah so I, it, and the Dodgers kept pretty much all of their top prospects intact. They didn't give away anything that above. They gave up one. They yeah, gave up. They gave up. They gave up Jeter Downs, but then they got back Radderall. Exactly. I'm saying, like, Jeter Downs is so Ooh. low on the, their prospect I, radar. Yeah. Well, Jeter Downs was ranked 87th overall in baseball, and then Radderall was ranked 53rd in all How of baseball. You... And so they basically got Mookie Betts, they got David Price, and they upgraded their farm And system. they got a competitive round B draft pick. Yeah. Which is insane. And For big... giving up Alex Verdugo, basically. Basic. And, I mean... Because Connor to... Connor Wong, I don't know anything about this guy. He's not any on any. Yeah, like, I n- never heard. Prospect I don't know what list. He plays. Not, not nothing against Alex Verdugo, but would you rather have Mookie Betts or Alex Verdugo? I mean, are you asking me a real <laughs> question? <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, I remember. I don't. I think. Who... I think. I think the Dodgers are coming out on the plus plus with this. Yeah. The Twins are getting. I mean, you know, they're just getting, getting rid of a, a prospect and a and a. They're getting Maeda though. He's a yeah. your th- your third rotation, maybe second. I'd give him like a B plus. Yeah. Right I'd give the Do- I'm giving the Dodgers an A, maybe an A. Plus. No, no, no. They they get an A plus. Yeah. Yeah. I'd and give the Twins a B. I think the Do- I think the Red Sox could have asked for a little more from than Alex Verdugo. Yeah, for sure. I think maybe like I don't know. And the Red Sox fan, I'm really upset right a, now. A but... D- Dustin May or someone or Julio well, Urias. For Mookie Betts, who <clears throat> ranked 12th in all of baseball in WAR. Yeah. I I believe that they could have gotten a lot more. For sure. Dustin May, who they, um, A big comparison most people had, it was off by comparing war in this situation. I'm about to say it was off by like a couple points. But they're like, the last time the Red Sox did something like this, it was, uh, uh, I completely blanked on his name. Who's the legendary Babe Ruth? It was yeah. Babe Ruth who had pretty much identical war. When you blank on Babe Ruth. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to say Barry Bonds, and I was like, that is not even in the same realm. But, yes, Babe Ruth was the dude that had, they obviously they traded, and it's yeah. similar to Mookie Betts. So we all is, know how that went. Yeah. We've been... <laughs> Except Mookie is a balding... Uh, 20, 20, the dude is a super athlete, though. Yeah, have you he's ever like seen a him world bowl? class bowler. He's yeah. a great basketball player. I've seen videos of him playing no, basketball. He can dunk, ball. and he's five he foot nine. Yeah, dude is insane. He he actually might be the greatest. Like one of the, the most athletic. Just in a in American sports, I would be comfortable saying he might be like top three, top five athletic, most athletic. Really? Yeah, because like you put. This would be... I mean, let's go through the three sports, right? 
And Patrick Mahomes is pretty athletic. I would not put him in the top. He's athletic, but then you have... No, like, no, no. He played baseball, and have you ever seen him dunk a bat? Have you ever seen him play in high school basketball? Oh, yeah, he did play high school basketball. Yeah. But then you have, like, LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, who are some oh, of the yeah. most athletic Russell freaks. Wilson. Yeah, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Wilson. I wouldn't t- put I wouldn't him top five. Yeah, exactly. But Aaron Judge. I mean, yeah, dude is 6'8", 285. He could be a tight end tomorrow and also dunk on you tonight. So <laughs> Yeah. And then play <laughs> baseball in a month. <laughs> That's such a good quote. All right, so we're going way off on a tangent here. Well, it's not even a tangent. I mean, this is it's but, like worth the, mentioning. But the point is Mookie Betts is one of the greatest athletes I've ever seen. Exactly. I mean, I've never yeah. seen a freaking... Like, I've, never I've never seen, seen a, a guy hit a home run and then bowl a three three hundred. <laughs> you know I mean? Like that just never happens. Just so, yeah. appreciating yeah. the the talent we get to see. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that sucks. I have to say goodbye to him and watch him probably win a World Series next year against the team we beat. Yeah, but I'm I'm not. But that's sure. the thing we haven't even touched on though. Yeah. yeah. Is the do- what it looks like is the Dodgers are loading up for a World Series run next again. year. <laughs> I mean, you say you Here say again, again, but they're. But they literally gave up very little to gain a lot. Exactly. They have now Cody Bellinger and Mookie Betts on the same team. God. Yeah, that's literally 10 tools. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I saw someone... Cody Bellinger ranked first in all of baseball in war, and yeah. then uh, I Bet's said earlier 12. that Betts was 12. Uh, I saw someone a tweet today. It was like, since I think 2015... Uh, up to this point, the current Dodgers roster has... Six players that have ranked 15 or higher in MVP and then, votes. And then they had uh, Max Muncy tied for 23rd. And they just extended him yeah. to a three-year, $24 million deal. And your rotation Boom. is looking somewhat even stronger. I mean, David Price, you could say, is... He's not going to hurt you. He's going to only aid, Well, right? look, yeah. the way I look at it is you're kind of trading Kenta Maeda for David Price Yeah. yeah. in this situation. And... This is completely a, a bold take right here because I haven't really looked too much into either of their seasons last year. Mm-hmm. But th- yeah, honestly, they seem like pretty similar pitchers because they were they they actually wanted to move Maeda into the bullpen. Yeah. Oh and no, they, that's and what they, they did and they last did, year. And they yeah. did for a little while, but then I was reading at the beginning of the off season that he wanted a trader to be in the rotation. Okay. Hmm. And so I actually think that's kind of what incited them using yeah. him as a as one of the centerpieces in this deal, uh, because they didn't think he was capable of holding his weight in the rotation. And then you see David Price making like he's kind of towards the end of his career. Yeah, he's on the he's on he's on the back nine yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, I have a question though. So last week before we started recording, Coffin and I were talking about how the Phillies did all that transaction stuff to win one more game. Yeah, like signing Harper, Real Muto, um, all of those people Segura. just to win one more game. They did prior to that season. How yeah. many more games did the Dodgers just win with getting Mookie Betts and Price? I think it's not well. So the the Dodgers won like a hundred six hundred seven games You're, last yeah. year. So you're really, you're, you're kind of trying to perfect it at this point, and I don't think you're gonna really see True. much of a win total difference when you're that high. I think your postseason difference. Is I think much. I think yeah. where it's gonna be is the postseason. Yeah. You have you have a lot of it factors in Bellinger, who I thought was overrated as a rookie because Same. all of the home runs I saw him hit were from this l- lousy swing. Yeah, that was this uppercut, this violent up, uppercut, violent inside swing pitching that yeah. didn't look like he was really 
like it didn't look like Capable. a lot of skillful. It, mm, it looked yeah. like like you throw him an outside curveball, he's done. It, yeah, it looked like you throw him a fastball below the below the letters, and he could hit it out just yeah. because of what his swing path was. Cut to yeah. now though, change his swing completely. Has a great two strike approach and just his not two, his strikeout rate has gone down significantly. Yeah, uh, he's. I a lot. I've seen him hit a lot of home runs at uh, letters high. He's gotten a lot better, True. and he's he's taking those high pitches the other yeah, way. Yeah, no, like um, yeah. I mean, just playing MLB the show, they usually show his like zone perfection, like where yeah. he prefers it. Inside and high is where he likes. Let's it go then. MLB the show. Yeah, I know. Twenty twenty is coming out soon, so. Ah, uh, on the cover. You know. Bias. Bias. Yeah, I was so pissed off about yeah. that. Not like, trout. Not <laughs> never not, been trout. That's crazy, right? Yeah. Anyway, um, I know probably when he retires, it's going to be like, oh, he, he finally made it. <laughs> yeah, anyway, the way I look at it is the Dodgers aren't aren't trying to win any more games in the, in, during the season. They're yeah. trying... Because their division is a lock. I think we can all safely say yeah. that. The they, they could have done me. nothing this offseason, still run away with the division well, by 10-plus games. I think the Diamondbacks are going to make it... I, I think the Diamondbacks are going to make it a little closer than we think. Yeah, we talked about that last closer, week. Closer, but I can't. I don't think I it's going to be. But more they than won eighty-five. Games. They won like eighty-five games last year, and the Dodgers won well what? over a hundred. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be clo- more than four or five, six games at most. But I'm, I'm still saying like six games is a lot. I think. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I think. Uh, I think the the bet seal might add a few wins. Yeah. Um, but like you said, I think it was. In, uh, smart saying it's going to be mainly in the postseason. I would, I would yeah. Say. The the Dodgers won 106 last year, and the and the Diamondbacks won 87. Yeah, 21 game difference. Yeah, I would say like <laughs> I mean just even from a like objective standpoint, obviously David Price is a veteran just because of his age. But when it comes yeah. to postseason situations, I would say Betts and him are both veterans in that respect. And you just add that another layer of like confidence and being there before. That's won a World Series against the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah he's, he's been there, done that. Kind of like second home in a sense, you know. Yeah. One, one that World he's Series. He's used to awesome. success. Yeah, exactly. All right, I, I do think the um, the last thing I, I will touch on before we move on here mm-hmm. is I do think the I mean I think the Red Sox definitely should have tried to get more for for. I thought they would get something. I, I thought I thought they'd. Walk away with a lot more. They definitely I, could for have. For some, I didn't think he would go, but Gavin Lux. <laughs> yeah, but I can't believe they. I'm glad they. I, I'm glad they traded him, and and oh because yeah, because it doesn't look like they're trying to win right now. Yeah, really. And if they're not trying to win, there's no reason to hold on to a player of it, that caliber. He's just gonna right, right. waste gonna, his career. Yeah. So at the end of the day, if they're not trying to go win a World Series next year, organizationally, they did they made the right decision, yes. even though they might have not gotten the best return. That salary dump is huge for them because of that whole uh, price situation, just with his contract. Yeah. Well, all right, we're going to move on to some other news. Some Mets stuff happening. Uh, yeah. Um, real some... quick, real quick. Lopons. Jessica Mendoza resigned oh, yeah. as Mets advisor after calling out whistleblower Mike Fires. Also removed from ESPN Sunday Night Baseball broadcast team. Dubs up from the boys. Uh, she ripped Mike Fires a few weeks ago, saying uh, it'd be hard to swallow um, for a former teammate going public with a cheating scandal. What happens in the clubhouse should stay in the clubhouse, essentially. Uh, and then she stepped down. She also got demoted, and I mean, it's yeah, just, she said a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, she said a lot of it's idiotic stuff. It's she, just, it, and and well, I mean. 
I've never liked the ESPN broadcasting crew it's, when they it's, did Sunday it's Night Baseball. It's for me. Personally. So, yeah. I, like I thought I, I liked Alex Rodriguez, and that's about it. Um, but I, I, I don't I didn't really have I didn't really have an opinion on Jessica Mendoza to be honest with you. I didn't yeah. think about it too much. But a lot of people really hated her yeah. on air. Yeah. Uh, uh, and thought she sounded stupid. And I, I was like I mean, at first, I usually just chalk it up to people just being, you know, assholes or whatever. But, like, after, like, truly listening to her, it's obvious that it was kind of just, like, half-assed reporting, in my opinion. And I'm not saying, like, it's because she's a female. There's plenty of other female reporters that obviously know what they're talking about and deserve a job. Yeah. Her, it just seemed like it wasn't... She had success in softball, so we're going to give you a shot. It's, it's, yeah. it's pretty much that situation, right? Um... More, do you, more news with the Mets. Uh, Steve Cohen was supposed to buy the Mets. We talked about that, I think, a few weeks ago uh, for $13 billion. Fell through. And yeah. that fell through. And so, you want to educate us on that? Because I'm not Yeah, so I followed sure this deal uh, somewhat closely, uh, just knowing that the Wilpons, the Mets owners, the family that owns them. Cheapest people in the, in the world, by the way. Yeah, yeah, we can we can we can debate how good they are at own, owning a team later, but they they they've been under a lot of pressure to sell the team from the fan base, from the city, and mm-hmm. and yeah. from the MLB in general, just because they haven't been doing a good job at all. They could be so much more successful if they weren't owned. The by Mets them. are a brand name. Yeah, uh, they're a New York team. They're a New York team. But anyway, uh, I'll, I'll just read this blurb from uh, the CBS article, and this should, and then I'll explain it. So, in December, the New York Mets announced that minority owner Steve Cohen was in negotiations with Fred Wilpon to purchase a controlling interest of the franchise. The plan was for the Wilpons, the franchise owners since 2002, to remain in place for five seasons before ceding full control to Cohen, the billionaire CEO and president of Point72 Asset Manager Management. So basically, what this is saying is Steve Cohen is a minority owner for the Mets, and they have been negotiating for a while and kind of agreed upon that he was going to be the next person to buy the team after the Wilpons were done. Okay. And yeah. so now they're Five actually... <laughs> exactly. But now they're actually negotiating how they want the deal to look. Okay. And so they're they're negotiating, and, and from I was reading that it was going really well, and they were getting really far, and it was getting close to the point where you just had to sign the papers okay. and yeah, it was cro- pretty, cross it was your T's and dot your I's type of deal, yeah. and it was going to be done. But then... Uh, <clears throat> Steve Cohen came out and said that the the transaction became too complicated and the Wilpons yeah. were kind of adding a bunch of stuff he didn't like, uh, okay. which was that uh, we want control for five more seasons and then you can take over. See, that just is ridiculous. So, if I'm buying, why would I give you control? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If I'm buying the team in five years from now, but I'm signing the paper now for yeah. it, why am I going to let you do whatever you want to this yeah. organization mm-hmm. and then give it to me to take care of in five years? Yeah. You could do so much damage. Mm-hmm. You could, like, they could drive the organization into the ground and just say, all right, Steve Cohen, here you go. Yeah, and he leaves you with literally, like, dirt. So exactly. Uh, they trade, like, like they trade a... Pete Alonzo. They do everything that we we would hate. And then so and then it got really nasty in the Wilp and I don't really know what the Wilpons did to have this come out, but MLB was saying that Cohen might not be able to buy another MLB team yeah, because of this. Like that. But I think that was just the Wilpons being salty. They weren't able to sell it under their yeah. 
under wonder, their conditions. I wonder how many owners are actually baseball fans. Because I know it's a big way of just, like, taking care of your own money is by buying a giant team like that, just off taxes. But if, if you were, a, like, a true baseball fan like us, like, say, Koffler, $20 million in the bank, he did bought the Mariners. Like, I wonder, like, how successful that team could be by backing by a true baseball fan. Because, I mean, I feel like if you were a billionaire coffer, you'd be kind of putting some racks into the Mariners' yeah. fund. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then the other question that really arises from this is if the Wilpons were going to sell Cohen the team now but not give him control for another five years, what are and, but they're still trying to sell the team, do those same conditions apply to, that, to a new uh, buyer? And so... I will read this uh, from the same article. Uh, no preconditions regarding control of the team will be attached to the upcoming sale, meaning whoever buys the Mets will likely assume control immediately from the Wilpon family, according to a person familiar with the matter. So that means that the Wilpons just didn't like Steve Cohen. I guess, right? Uh, from, from the looks of it. Guy offering you Talk about how petty that is, though. Turn him down, yeah. Like, say they went through with the deal, but, like, they had the five-year control, and then they were to dump the Mets. That'd be super petty. Like, I can't imagine as being, like, be acting like that. Yeah, so it sounds like the Wilpons are now motivated to sell the team as Which soon progress. as possible. But it's horrible that uh, Steve Cohen was right there and, like, hey, I'll buy the team. Yeah. I'm already a minority owner. Yeah. Uh, and then they were like, all right, nope. Let's make it as hard for you as possible. Yeah. Uh, and that's just a train wreck. Yeah. And I feel bad for Mets fans because this guy was supposed to be like the Messiah. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah. No, he, he's very smart. He's oh. a multi-billionaire. I mean... Mul- he, multi-billionaire. He, he owns, I'm looking right now. He owns... He's an 8% holder of the Mets. Oh. Yeah. That makes even weirder. It makes even more sense. Like, he oh, already yeah, has... it makes more sense he, for him. He already has skin in the game. Yeah. He's already been He's already been funding. making some... Yeah, exactly. He's putting money in. He's and going to take you the team... He's got to be someone that you, you trust, because 8% of a New York team is a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it, you're, it's weird that they turn that down. That but just the Wolfpons have been known for being... You know, acting yeah, they just make weird stupid moves. in these yeah. instances. And, and, you know, I just feel bad for Mets fans in general. This offseason has just been horrible. <laughs> so bad. You mentioned the Jessica Mendoza thing and then this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Carlos and then, Beltran. And then, Car- and then I was yeah. going to bring up Carlos Beltran. And <laughs> just what an awful offseason. Well, yeah. speaking like, of horrible offseasons, oh. the Astros are looking to turn around their hor- this is I think we can all agree that the this offseason has been the worst in history for the Houston Astros for sure I mean so, I don't get how you get worse than so this so they tried to turn it around by hiring uh, James Rays, Click James Click who was I think the vice president of the Tampa Bay Rays before oh I think I did see something on this I uh, actually have I, I'm very in the dark on this part I'm pulling up Wikipedia right now yeah vice president of baseball operations of the Tampa Bay Rays uh, and obviously, look at the Rays. He did a pretty damn good job. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I would trust any uh, anyone from the upper Rays organization just because they've they've always them they they've just always been very well yeah, run. They, they work with very consistently little. Consistently winning in in a they, small market, and they they're successful. So just imagine if you give this uh, click, assuming that you know everything's good, a very like not necessarily pricey, but like a well-rounded team that could probably just go win. 
But I'll tell you, this scares me as an Astros fan. Because it's like, I don't care who you're hiring and how good they are. You just had me, a general manager and manager, get me to two World Series and win one of them. Yeah. Like, and... I, like how much better are you going to get? Mm-hmm. Right? Well, like, who, I, who is this guy coming in and <laughs> seizing control who otherwise wouldn't have if they weren't caught for the scandal? Because at the end of the day, what people, I mean, I'm sure everyone's thought about it, but the Astros wouldn't have hired a new general manager. They wouldn't have they they wouldn't have hired a new manager and fired their old ones if they didn't get caught. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. They, they like it. they only hired these guys because they had to. Yeah. And I'm sure no one likes that in the organization. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's going to be some resentment. Yeah, uh, for sure. Uh for the fan base, for the players maybe yeah. a little bit too, even mm-hmm. though the players are just as fault at fault for the yeah. scandal. But speaking of which, yeah, I'll, I'll come up with another. Tra- I'll come in with another transition here. Pete Rose. Oh, oh yeah. Pete Rose uh, requested uh, Rob Manfred, Commissioner of Baseball, uh, to reinstate him mm-hmm. back into Major League yeah, Baseball to lift his ban, right? To yeah. lift his ban. Yeah. So Pete Rose uh, has a lifetime ban on baseball. For uh, gambling, mm-hmm. yeah, he bet on uh, his uh, himself, his yeah. team. Yeah, so he he finished with the most hits in Major League history by a wide margin. Yeah, it wasn't even close. over four thousand hits. Yeah, not even close. And you and it probably won't ever be touched. And then he came back as a manager, and when he was as a manager, he bet on his team, uh, and. No one can really confirm if it was for his team. He never. A lot of people say he didn't always bet on his team to win. Uh-huh. Um, some people will say just the opposite mm-hmm. that he only bet on oh, his team okay. to I win. I'm sure that. he'll say that, but it, it doesn't really seem like there's a lot of evidence either way. But the point is he's banned. But the point is he's banned, and I personally believe he should be in the Hall of Fame. You, you're a. You're a baseball player who has finished with the ridiculous career that he's had. He's a Hall of Famer, no, without a, without. Yeah, a I mean, question. he would be a unanimous Hall of Famer on paper, right? What has he done that no one else has done? Or not even close. Yeah, I was talking about this with my dad earlier because he we were driving over to a field and he's going to throw him VP. Good baseball touching story. Um, but he, I asked him. Well, him and I actually had the same same belief. If he cheated, he shouldn't be in. It's a good way to look at it. Wait, so but, you, you don't but, think he should be in? No. I don't think they should lift the ban. Because he, if he cheated, he cheated. I mean, if there's, like, solid proof. Okay, well, like then that, said, well then here comes the argument that he's trying to make, though. He's saying, why are all these Astros players who are just as involved with it on the field allowed to mm-hmm. keep playing baseball, that's, not that's, banned, that's and what, probably exactly. going to get in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Exactly. And that's, you know, you know what comes in with that? The MLBPA. Yeah, mm. the MLB Players Association, the MLB Pussy Association. No, seriously, they they because like I we're gonna censor that. Um, you think we're gonna censor that? Um, we'll fix it in post. Um, the because the, the MLBPA they can't touch any players from the from the Astros situation. That's why nobody. That's why nobody was punished. None none of the players were punished, and that's why Pete Rose is pissed off because none of the players were touched because like they, they 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 couldn't be. Mm-hmm. I, and and I think they should have been. I I do too. I, I said I said it uh, last week I think or the week before that it's a it's a team sport. Yeah. 
and they were all participating in it, yeah, all of the players. There's significant evidence that Jose Altuve was wearing a buzzer. <laughs> like, and then you're still going to not punish him for wearing a buzzer in a yeah. playoff game that just sent them to the World Series? Yeah. So, I have a question. Maybe, you, I think you said this. I'm just trying to clarify. So, through his, Pete Rose, through his, ba- oh, sorry. That's my bad. Through, That's oh. <laughs> Baseball, him through his, uh, like reg- playing baseball, he didn't offseason. He didn't bet during that time, right? And then when he was a manager, he he yeah. didn't bet. Yeah, shouldn't he be judged on his playing and not his managing? Assuming, but oh, I thought you said he was betting while he was playing. Mm-mm. The betting all happened after, from what mm-hmm. I believe. Then yeah, then I don't see a I don't really see a problem with him. Yeah, just don't let him go off as, as, as a manager. As a player, yeah, it's not as a manager. Yeah. Hmm. I mean. I just can't like if I see Jose Altuve in the Hall of Fame. There's yeah everything that they constructed up to this point is all baloney. You know, there's nothing. I guess I don't know. All right, I think so he managed. I, I looked it up just so we can clear this up. Rose admitted to gambling on games in which he was involved as the Reds manager in the 1980s. He said in autobiography, blah 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 blah. But he bet only on his team to win. Yeah, but obviously you could say that. May, wait, go go back. Major League Baseball also said he wagered on games when he was a player manager in '85 and '86. It's also that's why I was clicking on the article though. But it doesn't sound like anyone really knows yeah. exactly what happened. Besides, he did bet. Yeah. You know, it's it's such it's gray it's such a gray area. Yeah, you don't know. It's not black and white. But but that but that's besides the point. I don't care personally. I don't have like a, a like a, a bond with Pete Rose. Nor do I. I. Mean, you got an autograph from him, don't I you? I do have an autograph from Pete Rose. Um, two Max. Yeah, um, that's actually one of my favorite autographs. But I don't have like a personal <laughs> tie to Pete Rose. Like I didn't grow up with him, so I don't. Nor did I. Yeah, it, it it's a lot different when you grow up watching a player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet Pete Rose fans are like like if something came out day. about Mike Trout in the future, I'm probably gonna I'm, I'm probably gonna ride on Mike Trout. Like, yeah, I'm probably gonna no matter what he yeah. did, I'm probably gonna be like this guy deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But uh, anyway, the point Poole's he's trying the, the point he's trying to make is regardless if the the ban is appropriate or not, he's saying it's. He's saying it's blown out of proportion if you're going to let the Astros players yeah. continue to play baseball after literally using technology to cheat. Yeah. Hank Aaron also said that they should be banned for life. Yeah. Like, starting now. I mean, which, are... which I, I mean, personally, I agree with, but then it's just, you're just pulling hairs yeah. because you don't know. I mean, you could say, okay, what do you do? Do you suspend everyone from the 2017 Astros for yeah, life? Like, for like, <laughs> like you're saying a week ago, like you got someone on the Astros in 2017. Now he's playing for the Orioles. Like yeah, yeah they exactly. Don't, they don't need that. So uh, I mean, I think end all be all. We we agree that if the Astros are going to be allowed, Pebro should be allowed. But as at long least as for recon, at least for consideration. Fair. Like at least yeah. for a vote. Because I know? think I think what would happen is if if he did get reinstated, mm-hmm. uh, and he was on the ballot like next year mm-hmm. or something. He's going to have a hard time to get in. Mm. Exactly. Because 
because I know we all know how stickler the oh, voters sure. are. Yeah, they don't like DHs. They don't like they don't like DHs. They don't like Barry Bonds. King Griffey yeah. Jr. off by what? But one then vote. Jeter off that one. But then you get but then you get that same deal where like there's already cheaters in the Hall of Fame. We know that. Yeah. It's hard to really like. Obviously, I don't think that the MLB should just. Let all cheaters in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, because that because that ruins the integrity. Yeah, you you lose the whole hint of Hall of Fame. Yeah, you you lose any sense of credibility if you call it the Hall of Fame and allow a bunch yeah. of cheaters. Mm-hmm. But baseball is one of those sports where cheating is just synonymous with yeah. the game. It's a big part of it, yeah. and that'll bring me to another thing that I didn't even tell you guys about. What? I was watching a, a Trevor Bauer interview. Okay. On YouTube last week and I don't and I meant is to send just, the link is it to just guys. like weird interviews where you like, momentum inter- or something like where you eat, interviews him at his like dining table no. but, but he was talking and he was talking about how everyone in the game of baseball knew that they were cheating the Astros, oh. the Astros? yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's what I was saying with the with the world is Chapman smiling at the yeah, end of the walk and, 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 I, and I remember that and he said that he heard from three different independent sources that they were cheating that didn't know each yeah. other, yeah, no connection, yeah. and he's like, and it's like, why don't you t- say anything? And it's just because, like, because some things you just keep internal, yeah, yeah, and you don't talk about, mm-hmm. and and he's like, and he, and it's like, you could, it, I really like the way he talked about it because it, he wasn't just bashing on the Astros for cheating. He yeah. was like, look, every team probably does it to some extent. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's confessing to the Indians doing it in yeah. his tenure there. I'm not sure, yeah, but. Basically, what he was saying is, like, where's the line mm-hmm. for... I mean, we don't have to get into this discussion now, but he's like, every team is cheated. Yeah. Like, there's some element to it. Like, if there's relaying signs, that's okay. But yeah. it's technology that yeah. that line can't be crossed. But I really liked what he said and Which, thought I should bring it, it, make, it up. It makes sense, though. It, it, it must be hard to do that, though. I mean, I just... Because we were all we all commented originally when Earl Chapman smiled after the home home run. I thought that was weird when I saw yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about how Hank Aaron did it when he blew a save in a big game, but we're like maybe it's just like a closer situation. But it's probably because he knew, like like we were saying, like you guys were saying, like he just was like, "Cool, I couldn't beat this the stacked system that I was going up against," and it sucks. You know, I'm not a Yankees fan, but I mean, I'm rooting for the Yankees if they ever play the Astros again. Uh, yeah, I'll root for whatever team. I yeah, and I, and I'll add I'd agree with that, and that come in a, that says a lot coming from me being yeah. a Red Sox fan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I sure as hell have never rooted for the Yankees once in my life unless they're playing a division rival, exactly. the Mariners down the stretch. Uh, you know, I wonder. I hate to interrupt, sorry, but I wonder like if. The Red Sox are going to be punished for cheating. I mean, they will. I think it's it's just a matter of time. But we saw the punishment the Astros got. It will be literally just less than that. Can you imagine the punishment Cora's going to get? Oh, Cora is going to be. He's, he's out of baseball, and rightfully so. I mean, I cannot have, I cannot like strike judgment on the Astros and feel like yeah. Cora is innocent. I mean, he deserves it, and he shouldn't be a part of it. Yeah. All right, but I feel like we've. We've run beat this the, one. We beat the tails off this argument. So, Phillies so, to retire Roy Halladay. You think Halliday's. there's an Astros player that listens like, damn, they're really getting at us. <laughs> <laughs> Phillies are retiring Roy Halladay's number 34 on the 10-year anniversary of his perfect game. May 29th. Um, he spent only a fourth of his career in Philadelphia, but the impact he made was just 
unbelievable, Tremendous. perfect game, no hitter in the playoffs. Um, I think he led them to a World Series, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Um, May 29th of this year. His death was be, pretty horrific, too. It was actually yeah, pretty similar to Kobe Bryant's. November 2017th, yeah. the plane he was piloting crashed into the Gulf of New Mexico. Uh, inducted last summer into the Baseball Hall of Fame. He uh, did not represent a team. Um, Going into He went ahead and wore a blank hat on his plaque. That's cool. Yeah, honestly. I was at the I was at the uh, inauguration. inauguration. Yeah, that's right. You did go. And, uh, where, where, where is that held? Cooperstown. Cooperstown, New York. Well, yeah, baseball yeah, town. It's a sense. it's a great town. I think I'm gonna go there when I retire, like when I'm like old and stuff. Oh, I think we retire from the MLB. I was like, okay, Coffler, let's bring it back down. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> um, it's just like two blocks, but everything's baseball. It's that sounds just, heavenly. It's awesome. It's heavenly. Yeah. Um, the Blue Jays retired Halliday's number in number 32 in 2018. Um. You guys got thoughts? I mean, I, I think mean, it's, I think it's great. I don't know that there's too much to say. Besides, um, honestly, it's overdue. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, it's, you know, it makes sense, though, the day they do it. The 10th the anniversary. Yeah. I'll tell you some st- some of his stuff real quick. Won the 2010 National League Cy Young unanimously in his first season with, Phil- with Philly and finished second in the next year. Okay. First two seasons in Philly, he went 40-16 and 16 with a 240 ERA. Slinger. And led major league pitchers in WAR, ERA, innings, complete games, and had the second most wins. Yeah, that's um, perfect I mean, game yeah. against the Marlins in Miami came in just his eleventh game with the Phillies. You know, talk about putting the team on your back, right? And yeah, um, his death was tragic. Rest in peace, though it's been a few years. Um, oh, and dude, I'm, that's I'm definitely going to be watching the. In induction because the speech that his wife or I guess his wid- widow his widow his widow gave um, in the Hall of Fame was just incredible uh, it was emotional so I'm happy to see it and yeah, I, I didn't know that, I also oh. think it was a little bit of respect because Bryce Harper wore 34 changed it immediately changed it to three when he got there because I think he had an idea of oh well, I mean he should be the last one to wear hey I mean uh, he's Bryce Harper sounds like a pretty good guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, of course. He comes off as kind of weird. Yeah, he comes off oh, really oh, sometimes, but talk. he's okay. But <laughs> yeah, he 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 did that. He gave the World Series to DC. He seems like a good guy. <laughs> I, heard, I can't believe <laughs> really, can, <laughs> we bring the title <laughs> back to DC. Yeah, I know. I and it happened though. Yeah, he brought it all so. back back to DC. He was like, I just need to leave. They need to get this title going. All right, all right so, so on to the transactions. I'll start. Uh, Wait, last comment though. Going into the Hall of Fame without a with a blank hat, fire. Yeah, that's just that's, and that's that was decided just on like by, a little little cherry was, on top. That was decided on by his wife and his two kids. That's cool. Yeah. Which I think is, is just cool. his kid, his son. I don't I, and I don't remember his name. Braden drafted by the Blue Jays, and he's actually pretty good. Really, I think. Yeah, I'll look him up. You don't have to look it up, but he's I'll I'll start getting like into uh, transactions. Oh, yeah. Uh, really quick. Uh, probably the one of most uh, of highest caliber here. The the biggest one was Marco Gonzalez and the Mariners agreed to a four year thirty million dollar extension with a club option for a fifth year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the signing as a Mariners fan. Oh yeah, uh, I'm ecstatic as a Mariners yeah, fan. Uh, if you want to read about it, dugoutdiscussion.com. It's in my bio. Just click on it. It says dugoutdiscussion.com. I need to fix it still, but still. It was a. I mean, I think that's probably one of their better signings in years for getting Marco I, I, Gonzalez. Quietly, yeah. 
Yeah, five yeah. years too. Four, four, four years, with a club option. With a club option at the end. Right? Thirty million dollars, and yeah, this guy's pretty... been like the twelfth best starting pitcher of the past two years or something. Yeah, yeah. So he I'll take was, it. He, he's he he's had... been he's one of those pitchers that's very consistent. Yeah, and that, and extremely it, very dependable. Crazy good third man. You know, like he will get you your innings. Yeah. He's a he's probably one of the best third guys in rotation and probably a really good two as well, Yeah, I would argue. Uh, um, blockbuster deal, Chris Iannetta signs with the Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> actually, though, actually, though, Dan Otero, the... Dan Otero goes to the Yankees on a minor league deal. I know. I saw that. I texted Dan. I was like, really? Doing that, doing that to me? But Did like, he respond? Uh, yeah, I mean, he said it. I mean, he was just like, it's business. I mean, he kind of kept it like... You know, professional, but like it's you know I've I've met. I think asked I'm, you like that, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, bro. Dan, I mean, I've mentioned him before. I've met Dan Otera uh, just through Stods. He came in one day. I was like, I know you. It's just like, <laughs> but it's Dan Otera. He's not obviously a high profile pitcher by any stretch of the imagination. But it's Dan Otera. But it's Dan Otera, yeah, major league relief pitcher. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I let him pitch for free a couple times, and my boss was like, Yo, what the hell are you doing? Why are you letting this in? I was like, It's Dan Otera. He's like, Who? And then he went, and he was like, Oh, okay, but still. Hey, you should. You ever try and hit off him? No, I, I wish. I, I mean, he wouldn't really pitch uh, during the off season, right? Yeah, yeah I but you, I think you should ask him. Yeah, one That'd of these days. Sick. I played catch with him. That was a lot of fun. Long toss. It's uh, catching with a pro pitcher, craziest thing. They just it, you ever. I mean, I've thrown a coffer for years. You know, it the miles per hour decrease as they get to you because you know it's just yeah, distance. Humming eighty just consistently <laughs> from like two hundred yards or not two hundred yards, like a hundred yards or a little bit less than that. And I was Jeez. like, dude, what? And I, it, one of my favorite moments from last year, you know. But going to the Yankees, I hope he makes it back up through the, the pipeline, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll, we'll have to see. Dan, uh, come on the show. Uh, so, so that, all right, this episode has been full of tangents. I thought it was interesting you put in the group chat the other day. Greg Bird signed a minor league contract with the, oh, with the yeah. Rangers. And I just, like you said, he fell from utopia to just... Yeah, the Rangers. Yeah. No disrespect to them, but like, you this go guy from was they also the, have the really Yankees. good first base depth. So. Joey Gallo. Yeah, yeah. The, I remember Greg Bird was supposed to be like the next Joey Votto, and then now yeah. it's injuries with it, with his ankle, with his foot, and now it he's, seems like it. You know, I've always wondered this. Baseball is probably the easiest sport to stay healthy in, in comparison to all sports. I think you might be able to say basketball. But once is a you get bit. bit by the injury bug in baseball, it's all down. It just seems like it just yeah. doesn't stop, which makes no sense for me. It's like, not to be rude, but like, how much of a wuss are you? Like, that you keep getting your ankle hurt through baseball. I understand fastball to the ribs, you're going to hurt, or fastball anywhere that you get hit. Even if, with the, the foul, foul ball, um, Christian Yelch. Yeah, like that makes cap. sense, but there was nothing happening to him. It was like it was it, a freak injury. It's like fix yourself, please. Any carrying on, uh, Will Miller, Wilmer Flores agreed to a big deal with the Giants. Multi year oh, yeah. deal. I thought that I thought that was a pretty underrated deal. Um, uh, uh, not really sure what the Giants are doing. Giants but, uh, also regrab uh, Hunter Pence. Home is where the heart is, I guess. You know? One year. Deal Honestly, with I could see he's retiring, uh, right? I, 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 could I think see, he has to, man. I could see the Giants sign Wilmer Flores to a multi-year deal than uh, trade him. It's oh. a two-year deal. Uh, they, I could see yeah, them sign him for value. two years and then trade him at the deadline this year, just knowing that organization. <laughs> um, they also signed Billy Hamilton to a minor league contract. 
Or was, Giants did. I was well, not intentionally watching, but it came up in my feed, just like some old Billy Hamilton highlights. Uh, dude, I I feel like you just need him on any postseason team as a base dealer. I just can't believe how fast he is. Dude, it's insane. But you, I, do you, who's the all-time ceiling leader? Ricky Henderson. Yeah. It's like all By these, a wide margin. Yeah, it's like all these people that are known for ceiling bases these days don't even compare to him. Like, I feel like, the, I don't know what his averaging was. Yeah, the art, that art is phasing out. Yeah, which is sad to me. I feel yeah. like it's, because it was such, like, a huge thing back then. You know then. who I forgot was on the Mariners is D. Gordon. Yeah. Yeah, he's... Imagine he's, forgetting, but remember how this dude went from uh, all-star MVP candidate for with the Dodgers and... And the Marlins? Too. Yeah. Well, the Pets Mariners. and then... What's up, baby? Mariners take you. Yeah, um... And then speaking of the Mariners, the former Mariner Domingo Santana uh, signed a one-year deal with the Indians. Good for him. Uh, one of the most. I thought he was going to get traded there yeah. during the year. Uh, that, that I was happen. just watching Mariners recaps, um, just condensed games in class. Yeah. Oh, oh man, Domingo class? Santana is really rough on defense. Yeah, dude, he's it's, al- he's it's, almost worse than the right fielder that was on the Cardinals, Jose Martinez. It's like, no, the, it's I, like the opposite I would of go to say, Betts. I would oh, go to sure. say he's worse. He was dropping. He's I got not, it. I got it. He's not athletic at all yeah. either. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah it was, it's one of those dudes where it's like, I'll hit it. You cannot and, ask and anything swing, else out of no me, No offense though. to the guy, but I've talked about this with Max. His swing is... Uh, Ugly. Uh, ugly. Yeah. He's got pop. That's about it. He's yeah. pretty one-dimensional. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, good for him. Signed a, what, was that, what did you say it was one-year deal? Yeah. yeah. So, good for him. Um, Hopefully he finds, I mean. He'll find his groove. Usually it's easy after, you're not, not like easy, but you start realizing where you really suck at. So, hopefully mm-hmm. he takes the Juan Soto approach and is just strictly defense for a while and really refines that. I mean, it's sad to say D. Gordon was a better outfielder than an outfielder. Yeah. Uh, uh, we mentioned, did we, did we mention the uh, Hunter Pence going back to the Giants? Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, going one year. And then we mentioned Max Muncy re-signing. We, we, we kind of brushed over that. that yeah. yeah, we... Three-year, $24 million extension. Yep. Uh, Chris Taylor also... Oh, yeah. Extended and contract extension with was the Dodgers. Mariner. He was a Mariner. Don't want to talk about it. <laughs> it, it all hurts. It all um, hurts. There was a trade last night between the Rays and the Padres. Uh, Pagan, right? Oh, yeah, Emilio Pagan. Padres acquire Emilio Pagan from the Rays for Manuel Margot and prospect Logan Dick Driscoll. I don't know who either of those people are, the last two. Manuel, Manuel Margot, I, I want to keep it positive, but there is a very solid chance he could be a bust. Uh, he was one of the most highly touted prospects. Uh, actually, he didn't have that bad a year, but he hit 234 with 12 homers, 37 RBIs, slug 387 last year. Um, I mean, come on, dude. It's not that great. Good thing is he's only 24, 25. But I'm not really exactly sure what the Rays were doing trading Pagan away. Cause he's yeah, a, he's kinda, a really he's good pitcher, really, actually. I remember, <laughs> I remember watching him with the Mariners. In the bullpen. Very underrated. Oh, he was with the Mariners, wasn't he? Yeah, and he was actually really good with us. Um, but he, this is kind of crazy because spent one year with the Mariners, twenty seventeen. One year with the with the Athletics, twenty eighteen. One year with the Rays, twenty nineteen. Now he's going to spend twenty twenty with the Padres. Yeah. Um, he's a crafty relief pitcher. Uh, had a really good year last year. Really good year last year. So uh, we'll see what he does with San Diego. I guess. Yeah. Uh, I think to cap it off, Kendris Morales retiring. Yeah. 
Oh, uh, yeah. Another former Mariner. Um, another previous, former Mariner. Previous or current or previous uh, Blue Jays, what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, he spent uh, 13 years in the major leagues. He split time with the Angels, Mariners, Twins, Royals, Blue Jays, Athletics, and Yankees. Seven teams? Yeah. Almost coming after, uh, who's the uh, Jackson? Austin Jackson? Yeah. Yeah. 14, I think he's got. Oh, Edwin Jackson. Yeah. Who just got signed by somebody. I, 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 I don't care enough to look, but... Uh, Kendrick Morales' best year of his career was 2009, uh, 34 homers, 108 RBIs, hit 306 with a 569 slugging. Ooh. The guy's always been a DH, always been slow, unathletic, Ooh. I'll say what I want. Um, and I only remember him because he broke his leg hitting a walk-off Grand Slam. Oh, I didn't even know that happened. He had a walk-off, hit a walk-off Grand Slam when he was with the Angels, was jumping around, you know, the bases. Oh, I do know his, this. His third base coach threw up his helmet, jumped on home plate, and... Oh, oh my. Got it. And with that... <laughs> we're gonna, uh, yeah, he's retiring, you know. Good for him. Uh, may he have a restful retirement, I guess. Yeah. Rest in peace, were you about I, to I say? was really excited to say rest, rest in, peace. in peace. I was like, okay, Koffler, uh Wrong. All right, well... I think that caps off episode 21. Yeah, what's going yeah. on? Uh, thank you guys for listening. You guys can find me on Instagram at Max Gordon with two R's. Uh, you can follow me at on Instagram at JCrossGordon. You can follow me on Instagram at Noah Koffler. Surprising, I know. Uh, and if you, if, you like this, if you like this podcast, the Dugout Discuss CEO. <laughs> yeah, go to, just, our just go to our website. Just go to our bio. Um, and uh, you can follow us on Instagram at the Dugout Discussion. You can subscribe to our YouTube, the Dugout Discussion. You can like if you like this podcast, you, just l- you can listen to us on all Apple, platform, all platforms. Spotify, Google, Overcast, wherever you want, whenever you want. Um, yeah, we'll see you next week for episode twenty-two. Yeah, yeah. See you next time.